today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Yesterday, of course, the uh, the government announced their uh, their fall economic review and update on things. And uh, what has become a tradition now, on um, the morning after that, uh, the president of the Treasury Board usually pops into Hamilton. Uh, and he's done it once again here. Peter Bethlehem is with us again. Good to have you in studio. First of all, thanks for coming in today. Oski wee wee oski wah wah. I'm Every, learning. Everybody's a Tiger Cat fan these days. Anyway, they should be as as things go. But you're a native Montrealer. The, the Alouettes are still on the running too. So let's we'll just agree to disagree on some of this stuff, okay? Yeah, we'll put that onto another show. <laughs> yeah, let's hold off on this. Uh, you were just at the uh, Chamber of Commerce event, of course, at the uh, the Scottish Rite, uh, as you were last year as well. Different scenario than there was last year. As, as you know, when uh, at that time, Minister Fidelity delivered the economic statement, there was a lot of consternation. Some announcements were made, and some people uh, got up in arms about that. Uh, it seems to be a different atmosphere, a different scenario this year. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, the Premier is uh, leading the charge with the tone, and, uh, you know, we uh, we listened, uh, you know, in our first year of government. So we're very, uh, very happy to have uh, put out the fall economic statement yesterday, which... Uh, just uh, which is branded, you know, building Ontario together, and and we've got a plan and a responsible fiscal plan, while at the same time putting in some additional new money where where it's needed. And I think that's uh, that's the hallmark of this government that we're listening and but we're sticking to our plan. As president of the Treasury Board, you're the guy that looks after the nickels and dimes. Uh, and it all goes over your desk at some point, uh, which also means that you get the blame, I guess, if people don't like what's going on. Uh, there's there's increased spending this year, and I think that's that's a surprise to an awful lot of people based on a lot of the things that were said during the, the campaign almost two years ago now, uh, that there was going to be austerity, there was going to be a pullback on this, but, uh, but you're actually spending more than the previous government did. Uh, is that a concern? Well, I think, uh, you know, we inherited quite a fiscal situation, the largest subnational debt on the planet, the highest indebtedness this province has ever had, interest expense to bondholders going out the door. Uh, but during the campaign, we also recognized that uh, we've got to invest in our health care system, invest in other areas. And, you know, it's I've often said it's less ideology. It's kind of math. We have an aging population. So there's a lot to do. Uh, the previous administration was in there for 15 years, so they had 15 years to, to try to fix th- things. Uh, we've been in for just over 15 months. And uh, I, I feel good that our plan is working, but we've got a lot more to do. From from that financial standpoint, though, I mean, uh, you're a numbers guy. Yeah. And, and we're going the wrong direction right now. Uh, and, and that's going to make it that much more difficult to pull up and start heading the right direction. Well, we knew, Bill, that we couldn't do it overnight. So we inherited a $15 billion deficit. We've been chipping away. Uh, we've got a clear, uh, sustainable path to balance by 2023. Um, and we're going to continue that work. But at the same time, you know, we recognize that... Uh, that there was a lot to uh, invest in. So, for example, long-term care beds, uh, a lot of investment we have to make in hospitals. We've chosen to put money into mental health and addiction. Uh, we said that during the campaign. So we, we're kind of doing what we're, we said we would do. And and I would just point out to your listeners, these are uh, very reasonable uh, measured increases in investments. So notwithstanding what others may say, yes, I am a numbers guy. I write the checks, so I know a little yeah. bit about it. These numbers are going up. They're not down. They're 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 up over last year. And in fact, yesterday, what we announced is another 400 million for our health care, another 200 million for uh, our education, up and beyond what we said last year. So that's 1.9 billion and 1.2 billion more. A lot of numbers, but more than than we spent last year in health care and education. 
including some new funding for autism, uh, families with children with autism. So $300 million more to take it up to $600 million. Those are important investments that we make in the people of Ontario. Now, I'm glad you brought the autism file up because we just had a discussion yesterday, or last week rather. Uh, there's a new series of recommendations that have been presented to the government right now. Now, I, I know that's just not ultimately your choice. It's your decision. But, I mean, you're going to be in on this conversation. Uh, there's a, a, a burning desire now from the people around that committee to say, look, at, please listen to this and read this. This is what we think is the best way to do that. Is, is there an open-mindedness on, within the cabinet now to say, yeah, maybe we need to reevaluate? Well, you know what uh, the previous minister on the file did uh, is uh, strike a panel. And uh, yeah. that, again, that's a hallmark of listening, saying, okay, uh, how can we do it better? Um, and so the panel uh, provided their report last week, and it's uh, experts in the field. Uh, well, and to your credit, it was, it was you know, there was, there's no bias here. I mean, Marie Boutriani was the chairperson of right. that. That's a former liberal MPP yep. and cabinet minister uh, who has great insight into this and a number of people that have been working on the autism file for years. Yeah, and, and, and that's a great point. You know, you, you get a range of diverse opinions, people with expertise around the table, and we made it very clear. Here's, the, here's what we want you to work on. We're going to move it up to $600 million from $300 million, but we need it to, to be needs-based and we need it to be sustainable. So... Uh, I think they got that message, too. They, they didn't just yeah. say keep throwing money at us. Yeah, yeah. No, I think, you know, I, one thing I've learned, Bill, is uh, you can't do these things alone. you got to do all aspects of government together. Uh, so we're, we're, we're going to continue. The minister is uh, working hard with uh, families and, and the, the expert panel to, to uh, implement, to move forward on this. So I'm, I'm uh, cautiously optimistic at this point. There's an old phrase that uh, campaigning is easy, governing is difficult. Uh, you have 15 months in office right now. Is, is that the case? Are you, the, what, what's, where are you on the learning curve right now? Well, you know, there, one thing, you, uh, since I am a numbers guy from the financial world, you know, you don't have an unlimited limit on your credit card. So you have, government is about making decisions and prioritizing things. Um, you know, definitely you uh, you got to listen and you got to work together. But I but I, I think we're on a very positive track. Our plan, our fiscal plan, is working. Our investing in the economy. We don't create jobs, but uh, we can help in terms of uh, cutting some red tape. Uh, we cut the small business tax by about eight percent, providing more certainty. Obviously, the premier talks about Ontario being open for business, open for jobs, and uh, two hundred seventy-two thousand new jobs since we got elected. These are taxpayers. These are consumers. This is what, you know, hardworking Ontarians want is the opportunity to work. You know, we're here in Hamilton. I mean, Hamilton is thriving. I mean, your, your Conference Board of Canada says this is the most diversified economy mm-hmm. in, uh, in Canada. The CBRE has said, a real estate firm has said that this is the second highest up-and-coming city in North America, not just in Canada, in North America. And uh, you've got the lowest unemployment rate in virtually all of Ontario. So, you know, we don't create jobs. We set the conditions and hopefully help a little bit. But uh, the engine of entrepreneurs and small businesses so are creating those jobs. So that's helping us uh, on the path to balance. It's helping us fund the investments that we need to make. Under the guise of, of creating the atmosphere for, mm-hmm. for that kind of economic growth, uh, you know, as you know, we're just about 200 yards away from the Innovation Factory in the McMaster Innovation Park right across right. the road from us here. Uh, where a lot of those new businesses that are in Hamilton now actually were born and 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 incubated, uh, what does the government do? How do you how do you direct your energies and hopefully some finances towards that sort of an endeavor? Well, you know the government does provide supports on a range of things, uh, uh, both through uh, various programs, through tax credits, through uh, um, grants, uh, through uh, the pulpit. Um, of supporting innovation, supporting the uh, small business and the entrepreneurs and the innovators. 
But uh, it, it does it another way through our education system. I mean, we have a world-class education system in Ontario, but we have to keep reinvesting in it. So I'm very proud of our government's uh, consultation, 72,000 inputs into the new curriculum. Uh, we got, uh, it's 400 pages, but it, and it includes significant things to help build our economy through innovation. So a focus on the STEM, the science, technology, engineering, math, a focus on skilled trades um, and starting earlier, like before before university. So we're embedding that you know skilled trades is a priority for us. Uh, putting financial literacy, for example, is a core curriculum requirement. So you got to equip the, the the children and the, edu- the students for the economy of tomorrow, so they can feed into places like your your innovator. Well, here. Mohawk College is the the top skilled trades community college in the province. McMaster mm-hmm. again, one of the top 100 universities in the world. Yep. Uh, so we, I mean, the infrastructure is here already. What they need, I guess, is that support for it, that ongoing support. Yeah, and I think the support is sometimes you you know government can lend a hand. Sometimes government is best to stay out of the way. Um, we have a talent shortage in, in this province, um, and but the the it, you know it's the engine of the small businesses and the medium sized businesses, the growth businesses. You know, ninety eight percent of uh, businesses are small businesses under a hundred employees in Ontario. So our government, I mean, our premier has been very clear uh, that uh, we're we've got a, a business um, and an economic agenda because. Uh, that creates the uh, the environment and and frankly the tax revenue to be able to fund social services on an, a sustainable basis and that's what I'm concerned about as a numbers guy is that you know we're in the tenth year of an economic recovery. Uh, John Maynard Keynes is probably rolling in his uh, grave right now, saying, uh, you know, the laws of economics haven't ended. There will be some tough times down the road. So we need to be fiscally prudent and work together. Well, I've been hearing that for both the last seven years now from our economic folks that we have on the show here. You know, it's coming, it's coming. Well, not this year, I guess, but maybe next year. <laughs> uh, and so we have to be a little, you know, nervous about that and a little trepidation. You're listening to the Bill Kelly Show podcast on 900 CHML. Talk to me about deficits, and I don't mean the debt. That's one mm-hmm. aspect that you've mm-hmm. already covered here, but deficits, uh, which is something obviously we know that's bad. We you know that we we don't want to be in a situation like that. Uh, there's always discrepancy about these numbers. Uh, how do you arrive at that number? Last year, there was a presentation from Minister Fideli, and he stated a certain number. Uh, there was an independent review done and said, no, 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 it's about half that in actual fact. Uh, how, why the discrepancy in situations like that? Well, uh, there should be no discrepancy. I mean, when uh, Vic Fideli tabled the budget deficit, uh, we had a number of $11.7 billion, and mm-hmm. And the independent uh, auditor general uh, said the number was $11.7 billion. So actually the same numbers. Uh, they're point-in-time estimates, so you're never going to get it perfectly right. But the important point to note is that, uh, first of all, the auditor general has given us a clean uh, opinion for the last couple of years. The previous administration didn't. So uh, I think that's a positive. The second thing is that uh, we're chipping away here. You know, we can't keep spending $40 million more a day than we're taking in. So, you know, you have to pay uh, at some point. And kicking the can down the road to our children, I don't think is, we didn't get elected on kicking the can. Uh, the third thing is that, uh, you know, while we said yesterday in the fall economic statement that the deficit projection for this year has gone down from 10.3 yeah. to 9 billion, great. I'd remind folks, it's still 9 billion. You know, we still have work to do. So you work on it. One of the things that I do, Bill, in my ministry is we work on smarter government. You know, we work on trying to do things uh, more efficiently. Um, we're going to digitize everything we can, um, like your car insurance form now. You can get on your smartphone. That got over a million views. Cause, and we'll keep doing that because every time you can do something online, that means that you that's one less person in line. 
I, I'm one of those crazy guys that loves sitting an hour and a half at those uh, shops, though. So I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm being facetious, of course. You still can. You still have the choice. <laughs> yeah, it I might told... be. Uh, you might be a little lonely there. You might be the only one in line. Yeah, I know. You get up there after an hour and a half, and they say, "Oh, you forgot this for me." You have to go back <laughs> to the bottom of the line. So good. Digital is good. Uh, we only got a couple of minutes left. I want to also ask about cities because I know I just mm-hmm. had a discussion with Mayor Eisenberger. I don't know if he was at your meeting earlier today. Uh, but uh, there's always a concern about the, the the financial assistance for communities. And I know that AMO's been very vocal about this, and I know you've addressed uh, AMO a number of different times at, at the annual meetings. Mm-hmm. Uh, what they're looking for is consistent financing, not uh, you know, the, the here, there, and a program here that runs out after a little while, sustainable funding so that they can budget. As you know, uh, Hamilton, Toronto, every city in this province right now is facing some huge budget challenges and, uh, and looking to you and to the federal government for assistance. What can you offer them? Sure, sure. Great question. Uh, you know, there's only one taxpayer, so we, we have to do this together. And uh, I was at the Association of Municipalities yeah. of Ontario, AMO. Uh, first time a pres- president of the Treasury Board ever attended. Uh, I was told in the opening room. Really? Was. And I, I, so it was great to be there. I heard from a lot of municipalities. Um, we offered uh, funding to do what we did, a line-by-line review. Um, and 39 of the large municipalities out of 39, including Hamilton, mm-hmm. said, we'll work with you. We'll take the funding. We'll, we'll, we'll find those efficiencies and we'll work together. And I think that is the solution. Uh, you, have to, you have to work together. Uh, there's opportunities. Um, and you have to have some runway to do that together. So that's what we announced at uh, AMO, and that's why we're going to continue to work with the mayor. Uh, I mean, the bottom line here, I mean, I'm, I'm – proud of what's happening here in the city, but it's it's the, the essential stuff. It's, it's I'd say, fix the roads, fix the bridges, infrastructure money, transit money. I mean, we all talk about transit, and I know that your government's very committed to transit mm-hmm. uh, with LRT and with intercity uh, transit as well, uh, but it's those nickels and dimes that are getting more and more difficult to find. Well, we're on a path, and we've said, uh, you know, every government that stands up there and says, you know, we're going to do uh, infrastructure spend, and we've announced $144 billion over the next 10 years. We've made the commitment to Hamilton, the billion dollars, uh, but there's so much more to do. But I'll tell you, the, the, this premier, this government, it's not about the talk and the dialogue. It's about the do. And you saw last week John Tory and uh, Doug Ford stand shoulder to shoulder saying, we're going to get this thing done. And I think that's what people want. They want less talk from us politicians and more of the do and shovels in the ground. And uh, we got to be do that because we got to move people and we got to move goods to market. And the it's crying out for that. Uh, always welcome here anytime. Glad to have you back in town for the day and uh, feel free to pop in anytime. We'd love to get an update on this and uh, and working together as communities, uh, cities and provinces. Uh, that, that sort of cooperation is essential. Uh, you know, we're, we're on a, a winning streak right here in Hamilton, but obviously we want to keep it going, but can't do this alone. Exactly. And uh, very supportive of Hamilton, all things Hamilton and all of Ontario. And I'm going to say it one more time. Oski wee wee, oski wawa. As good an old as any to finish our conversation. Peter, thanks for coming in. Good to see you <laughs> My again. My pleasure, Bill. Peter Vethenfalvi, of course, the uh, president of the uh, Treasury Board. We'll do uh, a short break and then we're right back. The Bill Kelly Show on CHML. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.